The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. You're listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Thank you for tuning in for this Unity Partner Program. Unity Online Radio partners with spiritual leaders from organizations whose mission and messages complement Unity's. We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Welcome to Truth Transforms with your host, Rev. Galen McDowell, Senior Assistant Minister at Christ Universal Temple in Chicago, Illinois. This is the program for spiritually enlightening discussion, interviews, and the practical application of new thought principles to transform your life. Now, here's your host, Rev. Galen McDowell. Welcome to Truth Transforms. I'm your host, Galen McDowell, and I am the Senior Assistant Minister at Christ Universal Temple in Chicago, Illinois, the great second city, as some people call it. The Reverend Derek B. Wells is the Senior Minister and Pastor of Christ Universal Temple. Christ Universal Temple was founded in 1956 by the Reverend Dr. Johnny Coleman as a ministry designed to teach people how to live better lives. Check us out if you're ever in the area or online at www.cutemple.org every Sunday at 10.30 a.m. for our live stream. Today, we are continuing the series, A New You in the New Year. A New You in the New Year. And I did the first part of this show two weeks ago. Last week, I was unable to do the show. I was out of town taking care of the father's business, quote unquote, but I'm back now and I don't expect any uh, breaks in the uh, near future. Anyway, so last week we talked about how to release and how to let go and how to forgive and all of those things so we can create the space for the miracle, create the space for the new outworking of divine law, create the space for the Holy Spirit, God, intention, divine mind, principle, whatever term you like to use, can work through you, in you, as you. So today we're really going to be talking more about goals, um, achievement, you know, purpose, et cetera, et cetera. So I want to just start right off with saying that if you have any questions about last the show from a couple of weeks ago, give me a call at 888-558-6489. 888-558-6489, and I will be happy to answer any questions that you might have had from the previous show or the first part of this uh, two-part series. Now, today let's talk about goals. We're creating a new you in the new year, and one of the ways we do that is by having goals. Now, let's first of all start with defining what a goal is. It is the purpose toward which an endeavor is directed, an objective. So the goal is the reason is something that you attain. And normally you have a purpose or a reason why you want to achieve it. 
it's very rare that people have goals that don't mean anything to them. So it's really important for you to get a handle on why you want to do what you want to do. What's the driving point? What's the thought? What's the feeling? What's the belief? What's the, the, the transformation and change you want to see? And why? You know, so it's the purpose toward which an endeavor is directed. Also, another definition is goal or objective is a projected computation of affairs that a person or a system plans or attends to achieve. A personal or organizational desired endpoint in some sort of assumed development. Many people endeavor to reach goals within a finite time by setting deadlines. So when it says a projected computation of affairs that a person or a system plans or attempts to achieve a personal or organizational desired endpoint. In other words, when you achieve a goal, you should know it. You should know what it looks like somewhat. In other words, you're trying to build something, you're trying to achieve something. What does it look like when it's accomplished? That's important. Now, you can set new goals from there. You know, in, in the sporting world, many times people, you know, plan on winning the championship. That is something that is finite. You can say, okay, if my goal was to win the championship at the end of the season, you know, is my team playing in the Super Bowl or the NBA championship or the World Series or the World Cup or whatever? So you have an opportunity to to be able to measure it. Also, goal setting ideally involves establishing specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and time-targeted objectives. I'm going to read that again. Goal setting ideally involves establishing specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and time-targeted objectives. Now, let me break those down individually. Specific. The late Reverend Ike used to say, you must be definite with the infinite. And that was his way of saying, you know, out of all of the realm of possibilities, out of all this all potential that we call God, we have to learn how to narrow it down, zero in, and, and focus on just what it is that we're trying to bring in the manifestation. You must be definite. In other words, I used to tell some of my students in class years ago that if, and obviously I'm in a new thought Christian church, so I'm using the Bible as a context. I said, you know, if quote unquote Jesus bodily appeared to you right now and said, you can have the desires of your heart right now, but I need to know in five seconds, could you say it? And that was my way of getting people back to the space of saying, if you're not clear about what you desire, how can universal law be clear about it? So if you don't know what you want, then why would you assume that God knows what you want? Just a thought. The other thing is measurable. In other words, you should be able to put that goal down on paper and then set um, timetables, and uh, which I'll get to in a moment, time targeted, measurable where you can say, okay, for instance, if a person says, I want to lose 30 pounds this year or 25 pounds or whatever, okay, you break that down into chewable bits. 
okay, in the first, you know, two months, you know, I want to, or three months, I want to lose 10 pounds or whatever that is. You know, I've never had the issue with, with weight. Uh, so I don't know exactly how that process would work, but, but however a person is doing it, they're actually setting the goal. So if, if the goal is losing 35, 40 pounds, you know, that's not necessarily going to happen normally, naturally in a couple of weeks. What that, but what that does say is, okay, this is measurable. So I need to set up an exercise regimen. I need to stop paying attention to my diet and when I eat and stopping the binge eating, you know, making sure there's no cookies and Doritos in the house or whatever that might be. I'm just using that as an example. A person might decide that they, they have a goal of a vacation and they need a certain amount of money by a certain particular time. So, okay, what do they need to save out of their um, um, paycheck or investments or whatever on a you know bi-monthly or monthly basis to make sure that when time they get to the space they need they have enough money to go on a trip or do the disney world or go to the caribbean or what or europe or you know go see the great wall of china or the pyramids of egypt or whatever it is but it has to be measurable so if you say i need extra ten thousand dollars to take care of this okay i'm gonna go you know um, work this second job or I'm going to, you know, invest or I'm going to, you know, have a, a, a business out of my home on top of my regular income, whatever it is, you know, to supplement the income. You would then need to say, OK, how much do I need monthly to make this happen? Any, All I'm saying is it has to be measurable because if it's not measurable, it's a pipe dream and a wish. OK, so. If you want to go, again, we're talking about a new you and a new year, you have to have some goals that are measurable. Now, let's talk about attainable. Now, attainable is, is, is sometimes a challenging conversation when you start talking to people who, who talk in the st- from the standpoint of metaphysics, new thought, higher consciousness, because it's like all things are possible. I agree with that. All things are possible. Now, the question comes on the play is probable. Now, what do I mean by that? If a person wants to be on the Supreme Court, I think at, fir- at first you would need to have a law degree. I think that makes sense. If a person is not already a lawyer, why would they assume that they're going to be a judge in the highest land? I mean, on the highest court in the land. That doesn't make, in my opinion, sense. That's not attainable. You have to take, if you want one goal, you, have, you make sure that you've knocked out the other goals on the way to the large goal. So so you can have your eyes on the Supreme Court, but but your but the work has to be being done in law school to get the degree first and the experience and then you have to be you know and and then you go down the line. The point that I'm trying to make is this. Sometimes people make goals and you know they're not attainable to their skill set uh the way they live, the way they behave, you know, and and the way they think. You know, another example. If a person uh, wants to, want, you know, for instance, would maybe want to, you know, own their own business. Great. All right. But owning your own business means that, uh, you know, okay, you need to know what type of business do you want? What type of commitment are you willing to have? Uh, when you own your own business, it's not, you know, you know, startup, uh, uh, you know, 
have you developed some of the other skills that are needed to to make sure that when you do this, you're prosperous. Sometimes people jump into things and when they jump into things without necessarily a plan, they can throw themselves off. I'm not saying don't jump. What I am saying is jump with a plan. Because when you jump with a plan and and you created the space for your own growth, then something is quite attainable for you. Now, I let me put a, a asterisk on attainable. If you can achieve the consciousness for a thing, I really believe the universe shifts around you. I really do believe that. Uh, so what other people might not consider possible, including me, could be highly possible for you. Only thing I'm saying is, in a sense of attainable, um, make sure that that if your head is in the clouds, that your feet are on the ground. Or as they say, don't be so heavenly that you're no earthly good. Some people are daydreaming about their lives, but they're not doing any legwork to make sure that it's attainable for them now. So make sure that as you're working, you're developing yourself. You're developing the product and the and the organization of you. Therefore, when you step in certain situations and arenas, that your goals are attainable because you have the skills necessary to to thrive in certain environments. In certain environments you walk into, if you don't have the knowledge, the know-how, you can't even thrive because you might not even be able to know what's going on, understand the, the, the jargon, understand what you're even reading because every field has its own body of knowledge. You might want to be a doctor, but you know you need to go to medical school. Okay, diagnosing people, you know, you know, without the education and the experience to do that could be detrimental, one, to your personal freedom, meaning you can go to jail for that, and it can harm other people as well. Now, attainable and realistic kind of work together because, you know, when it's attainable and it's realistic, in other words, uh, yet again. I believe all things are possible. I believe you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. All of that. Only thing I'm just trying to say is make sure that that when you are making goals, if it's a massively large goal that you have, you break it down into chewable bits so you don't become overwhelmed with trying to uh, do certain things that have that might be beyond quote unquote your present state of consciousness. You know, a person could be in love with you know, a, a, you know, a Beyonce or a Denzel Washington, and in their mind, they think they're going to be married to them. But those people, are, are, you know, are, are married and, and with kids and, and doing that thing. And the likelihood of even being around them in personal space is highly unlikely. So instead of focusing on something like that, maybe the person that's right in front of you might be the person who, if you opened your eyes and stopped looking you know, in the sky, daydreaming about life might be the person who say, maybe I might need to give, you know, her or, or him, depending, you know, on, you know, what you like, uh, an opportunity. But sometimes people have these goals and you see this sometimes with people who are who, who have um, become uh, you know, almost stalkers of, of Hollywood types and sometimes of, of people who are not famous. They get their minds on, this is what I want, even though the person doesn't want them. It's not realistic to want to be with somebody that doesn't want to be with you. That makes no sense. At all. Ever. Anyway, last point on this point, time targeted. 
I keep saying over and over again, it has to be chewable bits. You should set a time frame for when you want to accomplish a goal. You should always have a time frame. I want to be achieve this by this. Now, let's just be clear. This does not mean that it will always happen that way. But it gives you an opportunity to evaluate. Maybe when you made that decision, um, you were in a different space. Maybe you don't want it anymore. Maybe um, you underestimated what it would take to achieve it. Maybe some other dynamics came into play. Maybe some life situations happened, which, you know, sidetracked you a little bit. But you at least have an opportunity to evaluate. If you never put actually time a time frame down on something, you don't even have a way to measure it. So I want to impress upon you that when you write down goals, always put dates to them. Always. Okay, you know, uh, you know, if a person wants whatever, it doesn't make a difference what it is. Put some, and again, I'm not saying that it'll always happen the way you you wrote it down, but when you go back to it, you can now start asking yourself some questions. And if you don't have the opportunity to reflect and contemplate on what you're doing and why you're doing it, then you're just kind of moving along like driftwood in a river. And it's just pushing you on. And many of us are dealing with life like that. We meet life where it meets us. Uh, we're going on. We're paying the bills. Uh, we, you know, we're taking care of the family. But we're not living from passion. And, and we're really living from day to day because it's nothing that's really driving our behavior. There's nothing that's driving our lives. There's nothing that's driving our energy. There's nothing that is keeping us focused on what we really, truly desire in our hearts. You got to know that. You have to know that for yourself. And nobody can answer that for you. Now, uh, we're, we're close to break, uh, the first break. So I do want to remind you that this station, Unity Online Radio, is supported by your donations. So please click on the donation button that's on the website and support this ministry. As Jesus says, freely you have received freely give to make sure that this message for this show and the shows on this station have the opportunity to stay online, to go forward, to bless others, you know, and I also also recommend that you go on my Facebook page, Truth Transforms with Reverend Galen McDowell, like it, share it with folks, etc., so they can have an opportunity to benefit from some of the things that are being taught here. We're going to take a quick, quick break, and I will be right back with Truth Transforms. You are listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. To support this ministry, go to www.unity.fm and click on Donate Now. Your contribution helps us broadcast messages of love and inspiration throughout the world. What if you could experience vibrant health, help heal the planet? 
and be a great friend to God's animal kingdom through simple choices you make at breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Authors Victoria and Adair Moran say you can do this easily, affordably, and deliciously in their new book, Main Street Vegan. Everything you need to know to eat healthfully and live compassionately in a real world. Loaded with practical tips, straightforward information, and fabulous recipes, Main Street Vegan will help you on your journey toward a plant-based diet. The perks include more energy, an easy way to keep your weight where you want it, feeling younger as you grow older, and maybe even a boost to your spiritual life. Purchase Main Street Vegan from BN.com, Amazon.com, or your favorite bookseller. Does the idea of being a vegetarian or a vegan intrigue you? Is it something you've pondered? Listen each week as Victoria Moran, author of Main Street Vegan, shows you how to make the shift to a sustainable lifestyle for both you and the planet. Each week you'll learn about the latest on the vegan life. It's not just for celebrities and moguls, but for people just like you who want to look and feel amazing, eat extraordinary food, help animals, and create a physical body perfectly attuned to spiritual growth. Guests will range from unity ministers to vegan authors, activists, physicians, chefs, and even some of those glittery celebs. There'll be recipes, ideas, tips for going vegan at your own pace, and ways to make a difference for animals and the planet at every meal. Tune in Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Central Time for Main Street Vegan, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Thank you for tuning in to Truth Transforms. Now, here's your host, Reverend Galen McDowell. Welcome back to Truth Transforms with Galen McDowell. I want to make sure that if you want to call in and ask me a question or make a comment, you can. You can call it me. Call me at 888-558-6489. 888-558-6489. I also want to remind you that uh, Universal Foundation for Better Living, which is the organization that I'm uh, ordained under, is having a conference. I'll be there. I won't be speaking, but I'll be there hanging around uh, at uh, in July. You call Panorama of Truth. You can go to www.ufbl.org to get more information on the conference. Now, moving on. Goals provide a sense of direction and purpose. And I, talk, I just talked about that a little bit. Goals provide a sense of direction and purpose. When you have a goal, you always know where you're going. You know how to use your resources and when to use them because you've already predetermined where you're going. You know, when you're meeting life randomly, which is going to happen to a certain extent, you can't plan everything in life, but you can plan your general direction where you're going and wh- and why you're going and who you're going with. And when you do that, it gives you a sense of direction and purpose because, you know, many a person lives a life without direction and purpose. And when a person doesn't have direction and they don't have purpose, uh, life can become listless and 
worst case scenario, they can become dangerous people because when they don't care about anything, including themselves, you can bet your bottom dollar they won't care about you. So just keep that in mind. Goals provide a sense of direction and purpose. You always want to be in the space of providing yourself a sense of direction and purpose. Neil Donald Walsh, who wrote the uh, Conversation with God books, uh, wrote in one of those books, somebody is going to condition your mind. It might as well be you. People are paid millions of dollars to come up with the new slogans with with the new catchy ads and the commercials and you know or whatever it is that's needed to get you to buy their product we create genres that eliminate other genres i was somewhere uh recently and i saw a payphone and it was unbelievable to me because you just don't see them anymore like wow this is an actual working payphone it was amazing to me because you know, with the way cell phones have taken over the world, you really don't see them. At least, let me um, say, at least in the city of Chicago, we really don't see them. Therefore, when I saw one, it was it really stood out because somebody made a genre that literally took over another genre. Somebody's always looking to direct your money, direct your attention, direct your focus. Direct your children's attention, focus, and if they get your children's attention and focus, they'll get your money. So always know that you have to know where you're going because if not, it's always going to be something that looks nice on the way to where you're going. And if you're not focused on your intention, what ended up happening is you can get sidetracked. You can get sidetracked, sort of like Samson. He had a job to do, but he kept getting sidetracked. His weakness was uh, women who tempted him. And he also liked to game, play games with people, manipulate them, et cetera. I mean, he was he was a tough dude, but this is not a story about Samson. I want to read this scripture from uh, Habakkuk. Uh, and it's, then the Lord answered me and said, write the vision so that a runner may read it. This is from Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 2. And I'll read it again. Then the Lord answered me and said, write the vision so they may so that a runner may read it. Now, what does this mean? Write the vision. So the person who is running can read it, write it, write it big, write it. So you are paying attention to it. In other words, your goals will be so big that even while you're in action and moving, not only do you know what you're doing and why you're doing it, but the people around you see it because they see it through your actions, through your conversation, through what you're about consistently, how you spend your time. You know, how you spend your time tells you a lot about what's important to you. So, you know, just keep that in mind. How you spend your time and and why. People want to live a certain quality of life. So if that's important to them, they get up and they they are either employed or seeking employment or business or some way to create income all right because they want to live a certain way they want certain things now if that's important to you that's going to take up your time some people it's important for them to sit on the couch and let life happen so that's how they spend their time 
you know, watching Jerry Springer. But anyway, moving right along. No judgments on that. Uh, how to set goals. Number one, pray for the perfect ideas for your best life now. So in other words, as you start doing your prayer work, you should be praying for or for the idea that will help you or ideas that will help you live the healthy, happy, and prosperous life now. So you're praying for guidance. You're praying for divine wisdom and understanding. You're praying that the God orders your steps. The scripture says, order order my steps in your word in your word dear lord now it's when you say order my steps you're seeking the all intelligence the omniscience of god to show up in your space so it's important that you realize the moment you do that you're making yourself open and receptive to the intelligence of the universe also allow the impulse of spirit to guide you into your purpose so as you do your prayer work, your meditation work, your visualization work, your vision, visioning, as uh, uh, Reverend Michael Beckwith talks about, as you do some of those things, you'll start getting the impulse and desires of God and, and, and the imagery will start coming together. It might be vague at first, but it'll start coming together. If you're diligent with your prayer work, if you're diligent with your contemplation, if you're diligent with your study, when it's happening, it starts to formulate, write it down. Write it down. As it comes, spirit gives you something. It doesn't make a difference what it is. Write it down. It could be something you consider wacky. Write it down. You know, sometimes when, you know, I've, I've had to do lessons, I've had parts of the lesson that uh, something I wrote three, four, five, six months before because some statements came to me and I didn't know what it, what it was for. But when it came time for me to do the lesson, I had the perfect story, the perfect analogy, the perfect points already set up. Because I was open and receptive enough to write it down when it came. When the inspirational spirit comes, write it down. Call your phone number and leave yourself a message. Or if you have a smartphone, record it to yourself. Or type it in your notes. Or, you know, we have all these devices now. There should be no reason why a person can't do that. Even if you're driving, you can literally, if you have headphones or Bluetooth, I'm not telling you to do anything while you're driving. Call and leave yourself a message so you can come back later and flesh it out. But if you have the seed idea, it'll pull back the other stuff normally. But don't let it get past you. Three, how you set goals. You have to decide what you want. Now, that might sound simple, but it's really not. Because deciding what you want and believing that you can get it is two different things. So when I say decide what you want, it has to be something that puts fire in your belly. Because there are going to be times when you just don't feel like it. I can't be clearer. There will be times when you just don't feel like it. And when you don't feel like getting up, when you don't feel like going the extra mile, when you don't feel like getting up and exercising, when you know you want to lose weight and change your body, when you don't feel like sacrificing the 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 dessert when everybody else is at the restaurant and they're eating whatever they want to eat, when you give up 
going to the club because you got to study for that exam or pre prepare for that presentation at work. When you have to give up certain dynamics because to an extent to grow and develop, you have to decide what you want. You have to choose what you want. Because when you make a choice about what you want, you're also making a choice against what you don't want. When you choose health, you're making the decision against illness and sickness. When you choose prosperity, you're making a choice that you don't want to be broke. When you choose peace, you're saying you want order in your life and you don't want the chaos. So decide what you want. And then those who are not in alignment with what you want, that doesn't make them bad. It just means you're not going in the same direction. That's all. That's all. You know, you know, I heard this statement years ago. I don't even know where I got it from, but I thought it was so powerful. It is never, um, I've never forgotten it. And I've never written it down. It impacted me so strongly. The statement is, a person convinced against their will is of the same opinion still. A person convinced against their will is of the same opinion still. Now, what does that mean? So if you know what you want and you're trying to convince a person against their will, lead them, plead them, drag them with you to get to where you're at, sooner or later you're going to figure out that it's very difficult to climb a mountain, literally, while you're dragging somebody up the mountain with you. I'm not saying it's not impossible. I'm just saying it's difficult. And when you're dealing with situations and circumstances of people who are not with you, who are with you, excuse me, who are not going in the direction or want some of the same things that you want or have some of the same values, morals, and ethics, it can be taxing. Very taxing. Um, you know, it's not, nothing like, you know, when, when, when you see folks who who uh, are in situations and circumstances because it could be family, it could be friends, it can be significant other. Well, you know that this is not the space that they, they are in, but they've settled for whatever reason. Settled to believe that because somebody's blood, that means they have a right to dictate your pace in life. And what you do and what you're around and what you're exposed to and what, et cetera, or, uh, or friends, you know, because you want, you know, want to be liked, put up with behavior that you shouldn't put up with or relationally putting up, putting yourself in situations and circumstances that um, don't value you, don't honor you because you just want that person that bad. It's tough. It's tough. But that's why you got to know what you want. That's why it's imperative that you know what you want. Now, I'm going to go on and say yet again, you have to write them down and you have to review your goals often. This is really important. Reviewing your goals often. In other words, you shouldn't have a goal that that you are not consistently looking at. When you write them down, you can go back and look at them consistently and see where you're at um far as your measurability is concerned time frames you know attainability etc cetera, etc cetera. because when you review them it allows you to reflect and sometimes in the midst of writing down a game plan 
Um, God will direct you in another direction that maybe you didn't even realize, but you wouldn't have had the, the, the misdirection if you didn't have a direction in the first place. So you can sometimes start off with the right with, with, with one goal that really was just a stepping stone for you to be open to the space where God leads you to another one. Or you can have the goal and the wrong plan, but as you get out there and you're working and you're contemplating and doing your inner work, God will give you a misdirection and say, I know you wanted to do it this way, but do it this way instead. And it works. Why? Because we're working with omniscience now, all intelligence, all wisdom. So I just wanted to make sure that you had some clarity with that because it's necessary. I'm going to say yet again, you got to set deadlines. A goal is a dream with a deadline. A goal is a dream with a deadline. You can't have a legitimate goal uh, without a deadline. People dream about many things. People wish a lot of stuff. I can I can remember being a kid. You know, and, you know, my brothers and I we would look out you know window. Uh, one of the apartment building that my father lived in at one point, and we would play my that, that's my car. We pointed cars. I'm gonna get that car. That's my car. That's my car. That's my car. That's my car. Well, that's what people do with life now. And that's one thing to do that when you're seven, eight, nine years old. So another thing to do that when you're grown and you're saying that's mine, but you're not taking any action towards attaining it. Just a thought. You can't play that's mine, that's mine, that's mine, because what's yours is only yours by right of consciousness. And when you have the consciousness and you take action, you can get it. But that's mine, that's my car, that's my house, that's my whatever. It's good to claim it, okay, but after you've claimed it, what are you doing? After you said that's my car, now you're going back meditating, getting a feeling about it, praying about it, et cetera. Are you putting money aside for it? Are you working on your on your skill level, education, or or getting promoted at work or starting your own business whatever it's just not just walking up saying that's my car is not gonna get you the car that's fanciful borderline ridiculous what we have to realize is as we develop the consciousness for a thing we're guided in the right action we have a statement in the universal foundation for better living where we state in our statements of faith, we believe by learning to listen to the whisperings of the still small voice within that we'll be guided in the right action. So by doing your inner work, you're guided into what you need to do in the outer. But the inner work first, but then the outer. But no action, no demonstration. All right? Nobody, you know, is it possible that somebody can just drive up and give it to you? Yes. Is it probable? No. No. Why? Because you are creating it out of your consciousness. It's your consciousness. It's your kind. But if your consciousness is right and you're in the right space, is that possible? Yes. But probable? I'll let you decide. All I'm telling you is, as uh, stated by the founder of Christ Universal Temple, Reverend Johnny Coleman, she used to always say it works if you work it. The it is the principle. It works if you work it. So be in that space. Be in that space that allows you to make sure that you literally write down deadlines. Now, we're coming up to our second break, and I want to make sure if you have any questions that you can call me at 888-558-6489. 
give me a call if you have the opportunity and we'll be right back with Truth Transforms. If you've tuned in for Touching the Stillness with host Reverend Paulette Pipe, then you know the power of her soul-stirring meditations. And if her programs leave you wanting more, you can purchase her meditation CD, Touching the Stillness, and you'll be able to take Paulette's calming voice along with you wherever you go. This enthralling CD contains three separate self-contained meditations that can either be listened to in one sitting or one at a time. Whatever your preference, Paulette's mesmerizing voice will transport you beyond thoughts and sounds to a sacred place of stillness and soul remembrance. So go ahead, enliven your meditation practice with the Touching the Stillness CD from Reverend Paulette Pipe and let the stillness touch you. To obtain your copy, go to www.unity.org and click on Shop. That's www.unity.org and click on shop. Are you ready for the next steps on your spiritual path? If you are, you won't want to miss the Yoga Hour, Living the Eternal Way, with Rev. Ellen Grace O'Brien from the Center for Spiritual Enlightenment in San Jose, California. Essential insights and practices from the ancient yoga science of self-realization show us how to live healthier, happier, more balanced lives. The benefits of spiritually conscious living start now. For a time-tested method to live with purpose and realize your infinite potential, tune in to the Yoga Hour, Living the Eternal Way, with Rev. Ellen Grace O'Brien, every Thursday morning at 10 Central, 8 a.m. Pacific, only on Unity FM, the voice of an awakening world. been listening to Truth Transforms with Reverend Galen McDowell. If you have questions or comments about today's program, or if you'd like to join in on the discussion, email us at truthtransforms at unity.fm. Now back to Truth Transforms. Welcome back to Truth Transforms. I'm your host, Galen McDowell. And if you want to call and ask me a question during this last segment of the show today, you can give me a call at 888-558-6489. I want to remind you yet again that this show and all the other shows on Unity Online Radio are supported by your generous love donations. So as you freely receive, please freely give. I want to keep moving on talking about a new you in the new year, a new you in the new year. Now, to have a new you in the new year, we've been talking about setting goals basically today, praying and and doing your inner work. So I want to just continue to drill down on this. I'm talking about the same thing, 
I'm just hitting it from different angles. Coming in from you know from a standpoint of of very directly, very indirectly, using other types of words, using different type of languages to talk about the same thing. If you want to transform your life, you need to do your inner work. You need to set some goals. They need to be measurable, and you need to put some deadlines to them. But let's keep developing it. Develop a system of measurement. If you have someone you can trust to help you allow to help you allow them to be a part of your commitment team. In other words, um, being in a space where you have somebody that you can talk to, but also helps that can support you, but also hold you accountable. You know, one of the things that people do in um, some of the you know Alcoholics Anonymous and you know Narcotics Anonymous and some of those different groups like this, they have you know um, sponsors. I'm not saying get a sponsor. I'm just using this as as an example of people who, you know, call them on, call them on the carpet to make sure that they're doing the program. Hey, have you done your third step or your fifth step? Hey, you know, uh, you know, if you're tempted, give me a call, et cetera, et cetera. Why is that important? Because when you have somebody that you can talk to that's pulling for you, that's supporting you, but also holding you accountable, it helps keep the mind focused. We internalize things many times that don't talk about it because we don't want accountability and we don't want people to know how fake and phony we can be sometimes. Now, I know that that doesn't sound very spiritual, but I'm talking to your transformation. I'm not talking to your feelings. We can be fake and not know it. We can be egocentric and not know it. We can be personality driven and not know it. Instead of being spirit led, we can be personality driven. So it's important to have people that you can talk to that are pulling your way. You know, sometimes that's getting in a class, going to take some, you know, you know, sometimes that could be a church community. Sometimes that could be family. Sometimes that could be your significant other. I don't know. It's not for me to say. I said it, but if it's somebody you trust or you're in a setting where you can discuss, pull up and talk about some for some folks, that's therapy. I don't know what that means for you. For some people, that's going to see the priest or going to talk to the minister. I don't know what that means for you. What I can say is when you have the ability to be able to talk and and have someone who who whether that's personal or a person that's that's pure business. Is honest enough to, to to say, hey, you're not walking in integrity with this. You know, you're not being your possibility. You're not playing big. You're not living from your potential. You're not working from spirit with this. Then you say you wanted to do this, this, and this. See, when a person says they want to do certain things, um, and then they're doing things that are opposite or to harm themselves, you know, is anybody calling you on that? And sometimes the reason why we don't let people know what we want to do because we don't want to have people asking us, okay, didn't you say you want you wanted to do this, this, and this? Okay, well, why are you doing that? If you say you want to lose 50 pounds this year, okay, well, how come every time I see you, you're eating Oreo cookies? How come every time I see you, 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 you you're getting that extra slice of cake? You're, you're eating, you know, servings for three people. It doesn't add up. Okay, you know, you say you want to, you know, reshape your your body okay did did you get up and do your exercise regimen did you go walking etc you know 
those are the things that if you don't have accountability partners, it's very sometimes challenging to go forward. Now, I'm not saying you can't do it without it. Absolutely, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is it does make it easier. I think it's good to get in growth settings. You know, one of the best things I've ever done was when I, even though it wasn't dealing with it at a personal, personal level, is when I first came to Christ Universal Temple 20 years ago, I immediately got into classes in the Johnny Coleman Institute. And and being around uh, an environment of people who helped me learn and develop about myself, being around a surrounding community, not just the teachers and ministers who were teaching the classes, but the people who supported and wanted me to win. You know, so being in environments around people who want you to win helps you grow. Now, I'm not now, I realize sometimes you just have to create that space. Sometimes you have to seek it out. But, you know, we do what we have to do to make it work because if you really want something, when it's when you really, really wanted something and really gone all out 100%, you normally get it. But, you know, but there's a large difference between 80% and 100%. 80% is, yeah, I want it. 100% is I'm unstoppable. I'm unstoppable. So, realize that also yet again talking about the same things over and over again different ways pray and then act on the guidance of spirit for a team to help you accomplish your goals all big dreams require a team you know a person an organization or movement or a dream might have a face but they all require a team if you want to accomplish big things you got to have a team you know, uh, Napoleon Hill talked about it as, as a mastermind team. When you get the collective intelligence together and whose minds are harmonious, it creates power and intelligence and wisdom and, and what we would call the, uh, the miraculous because these, the, these collective minds come together when they're in harmony and they create a consciousness that actually helps produce demonstrations. So, so you know, Jesus taught it this way where two or three are gathered together in my name, there I am in the midst. A name means nature, metaphysically. So coming together in the nature of the consciousness or the awareness of what he stood for creates power. So when you have a team, it's necessary that you, first of all, pray for guidance for your team or being a part of someone else's team which helps you develop yourself and it helps you see how goals are created. You know, many times, you know, we want people to be on our teams, but we don't want to be on anybody else's. But, but before you can learn how to be a, a good leader, you need to learn how to be a, a good worker and supporter of the leader because you, you'll know both sides of the fence. You know, everybody who was a great leader developed and grew into that position. And at one time or another, they they followed someone else. So develop a team of people. Sometimes those people who are on your team, you might not know yet. But as you follow your goal and your dream and you take step by step, you'll start meeting people in situations and circumstances. Uh, Les Brown, the motivator, um, who's actually from Christ Universal Temple, was trained at Christ Universal Temple, actually, um, in, the, in the Johnny Coleman Institute. Uh, would often say that 
the people who will help you achieve your goals, like 85 to 90 percent of the time, you don't know those people yet. But as you start working with your dreams, start working with your goals, those people start to unfold. They start to show up because the universal law will start drawing people to you to help you accomplish the desires of your heart. When you're focused, when you have intention, when you're definite, went to infinite. But you got to have a plan. Jesus said in Luke 14, 28, for which of you intending to build a tower does not first sit down and estimate the cost to see whether he has enough to complete it. Now, that was Jesus saying you need a plan. Now, you got to take into account, Jesus had a plan and Jesus had a team. The 12 apostles were a team. That was the inner core of the team. That wasn't the whole team. He had 70 folks who followed him, uh, males and females. But he had an inner core team that helped him do the things that he needed to do. And when he was no longer physically here on the earth, they carried out the message because if they didn't do their job, we wouldn't have uh, probably any reference besides a couple of historical notes to Jesus at all. It was his disciples who spread the message, spread the message, excuse me. So what am I saying as we wrap this up? Because I only got about another minute left. If you want a new you in the new year, after you've done the forgiveness work and all the stuff you did from two weeks ago, go back and listen to that show. Play with it. Work with it. And then when you come back and you start working with the ideas that I've presented today, it'll help you put yourself in a position where you can launch into greatness. But you got to do the work. You got to put pen to paper. So know without a shadow of a doubt that God has already prepared you for this. You have everything that you need to succeed already within you. Trust it. Know that it's there. Know that it's work. I said a couple of weeks ago, the world is waiting for you to play big. The world is waiting for the transform you. You, your, your life that you desire is waiting for you to wake up, claim it, and attain it. But only you can do that. Other people can help you do it. But you have to be the driving force for your own life and your own transformation. So know that without a shadow of a doubt. We'll be live again next week. So make sure you tune in. Let people know you know, what we're doing and what we're about. Let folks know about this show. These last two shows, anybody can listen to and work with. It doesn't make a difference if they believe in God or not. If they believe in new thought, spirituality, and conscience development or not. Because all I tried to do for the last two episodes was give real practical techniques that anybody can work with because I want you to live your best life. God bless you, and I'll be back with you next week with Truth Transforms. Thank you for tuning in to Truth Transforms with Reverend Galen McDowell. Join us every Wednesday at 10 a.m. for live discussions about how to live a spiritually transformed, prosperous, healthy, and joyful life. Truth Transforms, only on Unity Online Radio. This program is brought to you in part by Christ Universal Temple in Chicago, Illinois. Online at www.cutemple.org and on Facebook and Twitter under CU Temple.
God is formless, yet takes many forms. What goes around comes around. Chant the name of the Lord and be free. No one comes to the Father except through me. Ever been confused by the variety and apparent contradiction within world religions? Join Reverend Paul John Roach every Tuesday for insight into those principles held in common by all the great religious traditions in world spirituality, exploring the unity within all cultures and faith traditions. Using discussions, interviews, humor, insight, and practical advice, we will clarify the confusion and reveal simple yet profound truths. Call in with your questions and ideas and help break down the barriers that separate us from one another. That's World Spirituality with Paul John Roach, Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern, here on Unity FM, the voice of an awakening world. Inspiration only takes a moment. We invite you to consider these words from Unity author Charles Roth. Live deeply in the present moment. If you are going to work on the premise that real energy, real excitement, that feeling of being fully and enthusiastically alive comes from a source within you, then it follows that you have to spend some time getting acquainted, being at home in those far reaches of inner space. Peace is power, for out of stillness, strength is born, and out of inner harmony, productivity flourishes. Rest in that inner peace. This meditative moment is brought to you by Unity. Are you ready for the next steps on your spiritual path? If you are, you won't want to miss the Yoga Hour, Living the Eternal Way, with Reverend Ellen Grace O'Brien from the Center for Spiritual Enlightenment in San Jose, California. Essential insights and practices from the ancient yoga science of self-realization show us how to live healthier, happier, more balanced lives. The benefits of spiritually conscious living start now. For a time-tested method to live with purpose and realize your infinite potential, tune in to the Yoga Hour, Living the Eternal Way, with Reverend Ellen Grace O'Brien, every Thursday morning at 10 Central, 8 a.m. Pacific, only on Unity FM, the voice of an awakening world. Unity FM. 